that's one to uh, really get you going. That's that's really one to start off the podcast this week. Welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. Uh, that was a, a new supergroup that's been put together uh, and uh, sort of been released by Southern Lord called Dead End America. Um, for context, we really have to say like we're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, this is like as people are casting the votes in America, so we don't know the result. So uh, it's either really good news or really horrible news. Um, so yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like all polls are saying, um, you know, Biden's going to win, but we'll see. This this is going to sound really strange on Friday, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the context being the. Well, actually, I think there's quite a few political songs on today, but this one yeah. specifically, you know, the title of the song is called Bullet for 45. So, um, yeah, it, it's hard to, you know, the, the context will have all been lost by the time it's Friday. So I think disclaimer, that disclaimer is yeah. needed early on. Yeah. Yes, it's a time-sensitive release, but um, yes. I yeah. think it came at the perfect time, really. It's, it's amazing. So um, kind of a super group, really. So um, people from all sorts of bands involved, uh, names you might recognise straight away. Uh, Nick Oliveri um, appearing as Rex on here. Uh, Mike from I Hate God, who actually sang on that song. Um, and uh, Blaine Cook from The Accused. So, and, and there's a few other people on there. Um, I think the Poison Idea drummer, uh, it might have been his last um, sessions from, from what I gather. Um, right. But yeah, it's, it's an absolutely amazing 7 inch. I think they've actually sold out of the orange version. Uh, I think it's orange for a reason. Uh, and there's a black version as well. So yeah, amazing. Really, really like cutting kind of you know five or six minutes on this uh on this release so i absolutely loved it I, yeah I, I take it you did two peaks it's uh, yeah yeah Rip it's, you know it's with all those you know those people you know you got the sludge and the stoner and you know all that but this is you know a punk at heart and in spirit and in spit and spite you know it's because yeah. it, you know the topic is such a you know and um so you know, angry for them. So you know, like important. Uh, and right now, you know, it, it had to be. You know, this that's that punk spirit right into it. So yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So regardless of the result, what a release! Like really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Excellent stuff. So yeah, um, nine hertz podcast. As ever, we've got nine songs for you to sort of plow through uh, that we found this week. Um, really cool stuff uh, coming up. Some really. I think it's probably one of the heavier ones we've had for a while. Like this isn't like a pleasant uh, release <laughs> schedule at all. Um, I mean, talking of which, the next one, the band you've picked uh, next, Pete Bulgarian. Um, yeah, yeah, this is brilliant stuff. Kind of very sludgy, but um, again, a little bit political as well. Yes, yeah, it's got. I, I, I think we got it sent via email. It, it contains a member of Dreadnought, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, the artworks by Ethan McCarthy from uh, Primitive Man. Um, so you know, musically love it, and I think you know it's it's really kind of um, it's got that grotty sludge mire to it, which you know is perfect. Um, and then lyrically and in everything they talk about, it, it's politically pissed off. Um, it reminds me a bit of Tides of Sulphur from the UK a bit. You know, the, yeah. you know that mixture of the sludge and the hardcore and the politics, you know, and all that together. So you know. Great stuff, a great new band to come across. Um, and like I say, like, you know, we're going to talk about politics a fair bit on this podcast, I think because of the nature of some of the bands we've chosen. You know, I've, I've picked an anti-fascist war metal band later, which, yeah. you know, is almost an oxymoron. Brilliant. Um, and, that, you know, I'll probably say more about it then, but, but you know, like with metal, you know, there's a bit on the Bulgarian um, band camp which says sludge metal has always been political. 
Um, and you think about it, you know, in Stoner and Doom, they're typically apolitical. You'll have left-wing and right-wing people talking about, you know, cars and bongs and wizards and whatever. Yeah. But Sludge, because of the, you know, the nature of it, because of, like, where it came from, is has always been more um, politically astute and had something more about it like that. So I agree with it, you know, and it had, you know, pissed off at society always. So, you know... the the whole thing with metal, you know, and the fact that it's got these right-wing connections through, and, you know, and it has this mass left-wing, you know, brilliant scene as well. But, the, you know, if, if you've come to metal and you think, you know, a scene which has come out from, you know, music that's got a lineage of Sabbath or Discharge, you know, of, of fight and rebellion and hippies and punks, if you do that and you think metal is a right-wing thing, then you've got it wrong, you know, essentially. I think if you've... And if you, you know, and if there is no heritage in Sabbath or Dishes, it's probably shit anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, absolutely. So, you know, this fight, you know, I, 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 I'm fully behind it and the music's brilliant and it's the right time for this. So, you know, I fully agree with it and, and love it. And I think everyone else will too. Absolutely. And I think I agree with you when it comes to kind of um, a UK influence as well. I think there's definitely some um, old school sludge in there. Um, just the way it's kind of set out and the way it kind of sounds, it's, it's got like a punk spirit to it as well. Um, and that, that goes with the politics side as well, like you say. Um, it's all the same kind of origin, really. I mean, there, there is a proliferation of kind of um, Southern Cross kind of crap sludge as well, isn't there? But I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's just by the by, it's just not very good, is it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. frankly... Um, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is brilliant. So you can get this at vulgarian.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the song, uh, well, the title track, "Human Scum."
So from the sludge of Bulgarian, we're going straight into something, I don't know, a little bit more um, crazy. I mean, this this thing kind of, um, it sort of stutters. It sort of, um, it's like receiving loads of scratches to the face, to be honest. It's, it's pretty unpleasant stuff. Uh band called Pupil Slicer from London. Um, had you heard of this band before, Pete? Cause they, no. They kind, of, they kind of rang a bell for me, but uh, I think they might have played um, Temple of Boom before. Right. Right, yeah, um, no. They might have been playing Dreadfest as well, so... Um, yeah, th- this came out of the blue for me, because they've been signed to Prosthetic, which is quite a big deal um, for such a new band, I guess. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I heard that news this week, so from Prosthetic, you know, and then so you picked it. It's, um, you know, and you can see why why they picked up. It's, it's really... Um, I mean, the, the production's amazing. It, it yeah. doesn't sound, you know, I, I, I don't know if they are a new band or they're just new to me, but, it, it, you know, it sounds kind of a real, um, you know, experienced uh, release, you know, that's got a, it has that fullness in there. Yeah, it looks like it's been around for about three years, but right. um, it's just been kind of like split releases and um, poss- possibly a demo in uh, 2017. So, I think they've probably been like working on this behind the scenes and just thought, right, let's let's really go for it. So, mm. and with good reason because it's fantastic. So there are three pieces normally, um, and I think this is like um, just a single track they're putting out um, in in sort of re- you know preparation for their album coming out uh, called La Pelle de Vide, and it actually features um, some guest vocals by a guy called Carson Pace, um, which is amazing. Um, really, I mean, it, it sounds feral. That's that's the best way I can describe this. Yeah, um, I like yeah. how it's got. You know, I like how it's that mixture of, you know, they say kind of like uh, math, rock, math, you know, metal and uh, grindcore. You know, and you know, it's that cleanness and that kind of you know sharpness, um, but then the full on aggression as well. Those two coming together, you know, there's bits that remind me of sugar almost. You know, right yeah. out there, there's like this core of say like Rolo Tomasi, you know, mindset to it. Um, and then there's actually there's a, there's a bit I remember this, I was listening today and I suddenly thought it reminds me of like strapping young lads so it's almost like this industrial yeah. smear right through it, it has, yeah, but definitely. always with this like say Roald Tomasi type thing so yeah amazing yeah really really impressed with this so um, yeah if you want to go and listen to this you can get it at pupilslicer.bandcamp.com uh, we're going to play the only track you can hear at the moment uh, which is Lapel David. <laughs>
So talking of politics earlier, uh, this next band we are playing, um, yeah, really sort of encapsulate the absolute, like you said earlier, it's a bit of a, uh, I don't know, just a contradiction really, but it's brilliant. So it's kind of like a war metal band called Baneblade, um, who describe themselves as the perfect soundtrack for disemboweling Nazis and other fascist scum, which is amazing. I love it. Um, yes. So how did you find this one, Pix? It is mad. Well, it, I, I got into kind of the war metal thing, through, you know, through like Revenge and Titan Blood, Diocletian, Tetragrammatai. Yeah. And I just suddenly found like I was liking it a few years ago. It's like, I'm really into this. And I hadn't, you know, I hadn't paid much attention, but across that scene, there's an unbelievable amount, which is, stupidly right wing and you know and, and you know from um you know conservative right through to far right and and it you know it pissed me off i'd kind of lost a lot you know I'd be, your decision over you know music and politics and whether you still listen to them is a personal one but for me as soon as i learn a bit whether it's in the lyrics or whether it's just a personal opinion of the band and which, which they make known then i don't care it's, it's out the door so I kind of got jaded with it, but still needed my fix from it. So, you know, there's there's ways of finding these bands, you know, these kind of the, the rare left-wing rebellion of this, and um, Baneblade are one of them. And, you know, so when, they, when they've got this re- release out, uh, and it was funny, if you follow them, like, on social media, they bait some of the, you know, some of the right-wing bands, um, which, is, which is great, you know, good on them. And this, you know, and it is brilliant. I'm, I'm kind of probably going to go off on one of the politics things, so I, I don't want to get lost from that. This, this sounds amazing, you know, and uh, I think the release is two dollars. It's out on the day of the podcast comes out, so you know, everyone get to this. You know, the, you know, the, the fact that there's so much kind of right wing music in this, it it just bewilders me. You know, the fact, the irony is that this music is about rebellion. You know, this the, the extreme of the extreme, which is where war metal's trying to be. You know. You know, sitting atop death and black. Um, yeah, how they how rebellion is meant to be aligning yourself with you know the majority of the press and with billionaires and with you know the the, the president of America. Yeah. How do you think that is a rebellion? <laughs> yeah, you know, I find that very strange. Rebellion is you know rebellion is to be anti-fascist, to be inclusive of race and sexuality and gender. You know because they're the ones being you know that's where oppression is. So don't fight on the you know the the big corporations it's just the too thick to see it you know and it's and you wonder how much of it stems from the stupid edgy teens of norway of the of 1990 and, and, and somehow yeah and it's like yeah. you know if we just hadn't had you know if they they would hadn't just got the politics in then no you know it wouldn't have followed like us but anyway yeah like i said that's my that's my <laughs> rant bane blade a brilliant musically politically you know and i'm glad to be able to get my fix again Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the um, lyrics on this song in particular are like pretty. I don't. If you didn't know that they were left wing, you'd, you'd presume they were maybe um, the other way. Just because I, I feel like it's almost like tongue in cheek, some of it, but which is fantastic because it's it's almost like subverting a, a genre really, um, which is what I'm I'm here for really. Um, musically, I I couldn't kind of um, initially separate it from a lot of stuff that I've heard before but there's there's something unrelenting about this one I mean war metal uh, you know in its very nature is very sort of repetitive and um kind of drives home one singular sort of message really doesn't it but 
yeah. this one has enough subtlety to be really interesting. And the song we're going to play, it, I mean, some of it sounds like literally a road drill outside. <laughs> um, you know, um, a, a very sort of insistent, um, you can't ignore it sort of sound. But there's a lot going on here. And it, just, just for a two-piece as well, it's it's fantastic fun. So, yeah, I absolutely love this. So um, you can get this at Baneblade, like Pete said, .bandcamp.com. Uh, I'm going to play the song Gilded Carcass.
play something again that was like pretty raging, and, and I think I've kind of filled the filled the void here with uh, a band called Bleeding Out from Toronto. Um, yeah, uh, it's made up of um, some scene veterans, as they describe themselves, uh, from bands like Endless Blockade, Fuck the Facts, Column of Heaven, and Abyss. Um, looks like they have just done a few um, demos and, and maybe a split release. Um, but yeah, this this album's fantastic. It's completely unrelenting. Like nothing really uh, hits much more than three minute minutes on the whole thing. Um, I just think it's just completely pissed off. Amazing hardcore, really. Like really enjoyed this. So did did you sort of uh, get as much out of this as I did, Pete? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds, you know whether it's like um, some of the like death wish bands, like you know like Harm's Way to like to trap them. Yeah. You know, maybe even Virgin on like nails. You know that type of thing. Obviously, not fully, uh, fully that way. You know, it's got bits of grind in there. It's all, you know, and the whole package, the tone of it, the feel. You know, it's grimy and really satisfying. You know, it, funny enough, I didn't realize the the, the facts link until a minute ago when you told me. And um, that's a band that I've really recently started to get into. I kind of picked yeah. up a tape um, off eBay um, and loved it. It was a live tape and. It's an amazing, you know, I've suddenly found this band I really like. So um, to find out there's that connection here, it makes sense. And, you know, I'm going to go back to the whole album now. Yeah, I think the whole thing's just stunning. Like, the, the artwork's amazing as well. So not much more to say about this. It's just good, just really sort of raging and out there. Uh, so, yeah, the album's called Lifelong Death Fantasy. Uh, and we're going to play the song Realm of Silence. You can get this at bleedingout416.bandcamp.com.
So from the the heaviness and the rage of that, I think we're going into something less intense. Probably the the least intense um, record we've played this week, to be honest. But that's not saying much really because it's still heavy, still sort of uh, amazing vocals. Yeah, yeah. A band that just uh, came across by you know just by wandering band camp as we do. Um, and I still look out for my stony rock, and I still like to play it on here when I can. When when you know when there's some good stuff, mm. and this is that. You know, I, I listened to the record. I found it. You know. It, it was at the start of October, so it's been out, you know, I found it a little late, well, relatively for this podcast, but um, it, it's just really good. And what I found was I kept going back to it. I've, I've listened to it, you know, several times. I've listened to the album and, you know, that just, I was like, right, I've got to play this because I'm obviously, you know, there's something there for me, you know, I'm really hooked with it. And this talk, this song in particular, which has got, um, it's got guest vocals in there. It makes you know, it gives this dual vocal thing, which really boosts it. it, it I probably you know they're from Malaysia. It, it's I'm probably kind of just therefore you know linked it with that East Asian uh, thing. But it reminds me of uh, Marishina a bit. There's, yeah, definitely. It's but then you know the other story was like you know Elephant Tree from England, who you know fantastic band. Uh, Deville, if anyone knows those, are kind of. Um, uh, I forget where they're from. They're from Europe, Europe you know, typical European stone rock with with that beefed up sound. It's just good. I really enjoyed it, and I keep going back to it. And that's a, you know, that's uh, the best seal of approval you can give a song. I think. Yeah, I, I definitely kept coming back to this one as well. So yeah, that's kind of like, like you say, just that kind of puts the cap on it. Really, um, really, really cool band um, called Bedosa. Um, we're gonna play a song called Bone Tongue. Uh, you can get it at bedosa.bandcamp.com. Um, I would urge you to, uh, yeah, just just sort of take in this whole album because it's br- absolutely brilliant.
So um, we're going to play a song next by a band from Russia called Not. Um, this came um, as an artist recommendation uh, from Bandcamp. So if you sort of are searching away for, for new releases and things, um, one of the sort of tabs you can just push is uh, artist recommended. So this came um, just from a group of um, Russian bands that were all kind of uh, in the same kind of scene, I think. So um, these are the ones that really stood out to me. And it's a lot of kind of post-metal, isn't it, Pete? It's very sort of... Um, builds on itself and then and then sort of unfurls itself in this kind of heavy heavy manner but i really enjoyed it yeah it's got that you know it's, it, you know black gaze thing it's, it's one of the tags on bag camp you know and, and that's not necessarily you know that isn't my thing and this does have that same formula i think one, one of my issues with it you kind of know where these songs are going but even though even even with all that you know and it not being my personal taste and it kind of you know almost not predictable but you know having that set you know sort of thing for this music it's obvious to anyone who hears it that it it belongs in the upper tier of that type of thing because um you know it, it, it just oozes quality and and what you know the, right at the end it kind of while i wouldn't go for it normally it suddenly becomes slightly discordant the notes you know and at that ending, it then makes it more abrasive, and that makes it more interesting to me because suddenly it's deviating; it's become its own thing. So, yeah, by the by the end, I was actually really starting to gain to it, you know, despite myself. Yeah, it, I think it's very atmospheric, and I think it kind of, yeah, like like you say, it kind of builds in it. Maybe is a little bit predictable, but like uh, you know, with that kind of genre, you you kind of expect a little bit of that. Reminds me of um, a band we played who are a bit more kind of screamo-ish, called um, Ryloth. Who we played a while ago uh, mm-hmm. from Germany, um, just yeah. full of maybe Mal. Yeah, think? yeah, that that kind of sound definitely. So mm. I think um, a lot of people who regularly listen will will get a lot out of this. So yeah, the band's called Not. Uh, we're going to play the song Spark, uh, and you can get this at Not Band. That's G N O T Band dot uh, The album's called Dead Birds.
Okay, so regardless how you might be feeling uh, in, in light of whatever's happened in the American election, whatever's happening with COVID in this country, uh, we're, we're going to end with two pretty daft songs, which are, you know, by no means um, any, any worse for that. They're absolutely brilliant, loads of fun. Um, so this next band we played uh, quite recently called Rough Magic. Um, Pete, you've picked <laughs> this ludicrous song, but it's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? All you need is speed. <laughs> Yeah, I've just checked it out. It was March 2019 we played him. So oh, wow. it just, Feels but they, they, I mean, <laughs> yes, they probably had about five albums since then because they are prolific. Mm. Um, yeah, a bit like the Bedosa track before. I just, you know, I listened to this. I thought oh, this is just, this is daft. You know, whether it's a, you know, like lyrics and, you know, it's it's obviously about cars. It's you know, it's so stoner rock. It's you know, it's looked up every trope in the book. It's you know, it's it's. Um, they're, they're just completely, you know, in the in the homage of all those bands and all that time. And actually, from the, if you listen to the album, you pick you can pick up different direct stoner influence. You can play track of the influence, and I mean, <laughs> the, the overriding one with 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 this band, well, with this album anyway, is kind of Josh Hom. There's a you know Queens of Stone Age, even Eagles of Death Metal. You know, there's that type of in there, and. Um, but there's a couple of tracks in there which are slightly different, and this is one of them. There's another one which actually picks up. Uh, they get a guest vocalist in, and it almost takes them back to that black metal pastiche of um, the, the song we played previously with them. But this one, it reminds me of bands like Dozer, as uh, a band called 500 Foot of Pipe. I could listen a, a number of obscure yeah. stoner rock bands, which no one will, no one will know, so it's kind of pointless. But um, you know, and then you've got you know, you've got the lyrics and all that, but. I just again, I kept going back to it, and I, I just thought, I've got to play it. You know, they, they, it's fun. It, you know, they are really good. The production's brilliant. You know, sometimes beefed up stone the rock can actually lose a lot of its edge, lose its fuzz, lose its, you know, rawness. Um, but they don't. And, and the only kind of the comparison I'd say is maybe like truck fighters. You know, they managed to, mm. they, man- they first managed to have that kind of full sound without sounding too clean. Um, and also the one of the, the you know the pure stoner strain, good time leaders of stoner rock in this year. You know Chuck Fats are, I think they were, they're on hiatus or they've gone now. So you know they're probably there to take over their mantle of lead, you know of, of of leading stoner rock as a new band rather than just looking back to the late nineties early early noughties. Um, and all that's not to detriment. And you just you can be as cynical as you want, but you'll still come out the end of it and stick it back on again. Yeah, smile on your face, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I got like from this particular track just because it's so fast and so ridiculous. I, I got kind of glam metal um, vibes <laughs> as well, so that's no bad thing. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is um, all you need is speed, uh, and you can get this at roughmagic.bandcamp.com, and it's off the new album, The Devil's Cattle. <laughs>
So we're continuing uh, the, the the daft end to this podcast today with uh, a band called uh, Brontosaurus, and they're from Brintegost in uh, Poland. And yeah, I, I don't know how you found this one, Pete, but it's, it's, it made me laugh so much. Um, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's just so, so stupid. Yeah, I, I, I actually found this uh, on at the weekend as I was finalising my list to you. And, right. <laughs> um, and it just bumped a few off the bottom of the list straight away. Oh, I, I, partly because partly this is brilliant. But partly, I think, between the Stony Rock of Bedosa and Rough Magic and then Bane Blade and the Vulgarian, a bit of, you know, a bit of doom in the middle. I needed, you know, I needed to kind of level it out a bit. Um, and, you know, as fun as it is, you know, I, I, I genuinely don't know. There's a potential this is equally political as the first or it's just daft, you know. <laughs> it kind of mentions on the bank, APAB, you know, which is presumably all pigs are bastards and um, so um just I, I just really enjoyed it. i really enjoyed the you know the the airy droney doom to it you know even aside from all the you know the other stuff i just I, it's actually quite it, a good track isn't it yeah it is yeah yeah um and you know it's got like it's got this ghostly feel to it a healthy riff despite that and and, a, and just like that perfect doom tone um, it's just what I needed. Again, kind of satisfying the fix I needed. Yeah, so I mean, the lyrics are simply there were no pigs in 65 million BC and then it's followed by loads of fuck yeahs, which is just just kind of sums this up as like, yeah, this is this is like, let's just turn up, have a smoke and have a good time. I think that's basically what they've done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, amazing stuff. So, yeah, you can get this at brontosaurusofficial.bandcamp.com. I think it's pay what you like, so, yeah, go for it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can uh, dip into the other, I don't know, there's about five or six rec- records here to sort of go into. So, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Brontosaurus, thank you so much. You've put a massive smile on our face. Uh, yeah, this is There Were No Pigs in 65 Million BC.